This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. This is BetQL Daily on the fan, uh, presented by FanDuel Sports right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker. About 20 minutes from now, we'll be joined by Colin Dunlap on all things Pittsburgh. What's going on with Chase Claypool, the Steelers, AFC North, and NFL as a whole. So a lot to talk about with our guy from out in Pittsburgh coming up in 20 minutes. Brad Powers on college football an hour from now. We have to go over our top five sports movies of all time after Cody's mm-hmm. baseball reviews mm-hmm. yesterday. We're going to exclude baseball from our non-baseball movies. So we'll get to all that. I'm excited for this hour. But, Cody, let's uh, let's break down today's games, baseball a good card out there. And just quickly, I, I noticed this this morning. So, Cody, I have the um, the baseball reference that like, sends a newsletter out. So I subscribe to it, right? And every day they give the updated playoff projections based on probably strength of schedule, run difference, all these things, right? And basically all year, when you look at the projected playoff field, every day, the, the wild card and the NL West was some combination of Giants win it, and then the wild card game is Dodgers-Padres. Or Dodgers win the division, Giants, Padres. It, it hasn't changed, I, I think, since like May. Those were projected to be playoff teams. I looked this morning, and now they have the Giants projected to win the West, the Dodgers in the wild card game against the Cincinnati Reds. As the Padres lose again yesterday, the Padres are no longer projected to make the playoffs. That is a that's a change. Like even when they were struggling, it was like, all right, they're still gonna make the wild card. Not anymore. The Reds now percentage points in terms of uh, projections ahead of the uh, Padres. Now, I if we're if we were going to do a fade or follow on that, I would fade that a little bit. I do think the Padres are going to get this wild card spot. I do think they are having an epic epically bad week and a couple of weeks I might add. Their pitching has been terrible. And not, and it's not because their pitching has been bad in general, it's because everyone's hurt. That team has been absolutely bludgeoned with injuries and it's terrifying and yeah they are in danger of getting swept by the Colorado Rockies because look who they got on the mound tonight Jake Arietta. the guy hasn't given up less than double digits I since nom I'm not expecting anything out of him today and I can't believe I'm going to say this I cannot believe I'm going to say this but if if you're going to bet on this game that money line right now on the Rockies is plus like 135 I would go ahead and go on it right now. The Rockies could flat out swing it. They're playing it at home, and they actually are not bad at home. One of the better home records in baseball. And again, Jake Arrieta on the mound, he might as well just throw the ball over the fence. Don't even like don't even throw it at home plate. It's pretty remarkable. You look right now on FanDuel, the Padres, I mean, Jake Arrieta was released by the 
he's not good enough to pitch for the Cubs right now. He was released by the Cubs. The Padres picked him up because, they're like you said, they're desperate now for healthy arms. The Padres right now on FanDuel are minus 134 to win today with Arietta at Coors Field. Like, that's the wackiest line of the year. I would stay away from the full game because maybe the Padres' bats explode and they win like 16-14 or whatever. But here's one interesting uh, little nugget on this game. You could get two or more runs in the first inning. So at least two runs scored total in the first inning, plus 130. I mean, the the, the, the Rockies are going to score two off of Arietta in the first three batters. Like, that, forget the, the – and the Padres might score two. But I would look at that yep. one. You get plus money, first inning, two or more runs scored. So Padres-Rockies a big game today. Um Cody, Red Sox-Yankees. The Yankees, as we talked about earlier, swept the doubleheader yesterday. I do like the Red Sox today, though. Andrew Heaney's pitcher for the Yankees. And I thought Brian Cashman did a lot of good things at deadline. Gallo and um, the relief pitcher they got in there from Pittsburgh. Clay Holmes was pretty good. Obviously, Rizzo. I didn't understand the Andrew Heaney trade. Andrew Heaney just, the guy throws meatballs. Like, I, I don't see it what Andrew Heaney and the Red Sox have some good history. Xander Bogarts has hit him. J.D. Martinez has hit him. Feels like a bounce back spot for the Red Sox. They, they can't go and get swept in New York. That would be that'd be a problem for them. It would be cataclysmic if they get swept in this series in New York. I agree with you, Andrew Heaney. The reason why they got him is because he can throw strikes and, quite frankly, can eat some innings. He's not going to be going out there throwing you know eight-inning shutout games for the Yankees. He's going out there likely to pitch the fourth game of the series, give up a four spot in five innings, and then get out of there, and or hopefully in six innings. Uh, yes, I do not like this matchup at all for the Yankees. Pavetta right now for the, for the Ross and Red Sox. I think that offense is going to absolutely explode on uh, Andrew Heaney. I think they're not going to get swept. I, I like that pick as well. It's the same game I was looking at. Yeah, that's that's one I, I would definitely be uh, including in some lightning bets later. And let me throw one more at you that I think is an uh, interesting prop tonight. Tyler Maley pitching for the Reds. Tyler Maley's a pretty good pitcher. He's, he's underrated. He's kind of figured it out as his career has gone along. He gets to face the Cubs tonight the Cubs are they're they're almost an auto bet when it comes to to strikeout props like all they do is strike out right now Maley is has really started to pick up his strikeouts uh last couple mm-hmm. starts 10 against Pittsburgh on August 8th he had seven last Friday night against the Phillies his over under for strikeouts tonight is seven and a half I think he goes over that Tyler Maley could have eight strikeouts tonight against I mean that Cubs lineup Cody I mean they they strike out at a, an obscene amount right now, like leading the, the league for weeks now in strikeouts. I like Tyler Maley over seven and a half strikeouts tonight. I like that pick as well. I'm going to go with another strikeout prop as well. And I've only done it once. I've only done it once. And I did it with you and I did it with Walker Bueller, where yeah. I said he was going to get double digit K's. I'm going for a double digit K game tonight. And that is between Toronto Blue Jays and the Washington Nationals. They got Berrios on the mound. You know what he's going to bring to the table. The Nationals are basically throwing up a double-A team at the moment with the exception of Juan Soto. I think we're going to see a double-digit K game out of Berrios and Toronto. Yeah, that's a fun one. And Toronto needs to start winning. You know, as the, as the Yankees yes. surge here, to, Toronto I still think is going to be in this to the end. But like, it's almost like with Toronto, every time they get to win two or three games, they fall back to four. Like, they can't just – get on that run and catch the wild card spots, but they're good enough to, I still think Toronto is going to find their way. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. We get down the stretch two weeks to go. They're a game or two out They're They're good. I, I like this Toronto team. 
They're very good. They're very young. They're very dynamic. A Springer getting banged up again is definitely not helping things. But this is a team that I think right now is primed to win. I don't expect them to go. If they do make it to October, I don't expect them to go deep. But this is a team that I think in one year, two years, is going to be a favorite for the World Series. I agree. They remind me, Cody, the team they remind me of is like five, six years ago when when the Astros started to put it together. And it was like, man, mm-hmm. they have that guy and they have Springer and they have Altuve. Like they're they're all they're almost there. They're just a couple pieces away. And that, that's the way I see this Blue Jays team. You know what's funny when you look at the um the odds for today, and really we did this a little bit yesterday too. If doesn't it feel like once you get past the trade deadline, there's the haves and there's the have nots in baseball. There's the teams that are trying to win, get to the playoffs, and there's the teams like you mentioned the Nationals, the Cubs. They're just in tank mode. I mean, we're seeing so many significant favorites that I never saw all year. Like right now tonight, Tampa Bay, who we know is is tremendous. They keep winning. They're minus 360 against the Orioles. Uh, Atlanta, minus 240 on the road. They're the road team against Miami. I mean, that those are minus 270 with the Reds tonight against the Cubs at home. Those those are gigantic lines for a, a regular season baseball game. Like anytime you get over 200, it feels like, there's no value there. We have three games tonight where the favorite is minus 200 or more. That's that's how you know we're at that point of the year now where it's like that there's big separation. But you're saying that, but there's even big separation in the odds tonight in games with teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Look at the look at the line between the A's and the White Sox tonight. Yeah, I get they got Lance Lynn on the mound, who is currently the probably if not the favorite, the runner-up for the Cy Young right now. You know, it looks like it's a two-man race between him and Garrett Cole, but I'm just looking at these odds. They're like minus 175 to win tonight against the Oakland A's, who is currently holding on to that second wild card spot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, right. It gets another playoff team. And, and Cole Irvin has been a pretty decent pitcher for Oakland. The one thing on that game tonight, though, Irvin, a lefty, kind of a soft-tossing lefty. That Those are the mm-hmm. kind of the pitchers that the White Sox usually handle, especially now with Eloy back Right-handed in the lineup. Right-handed Yeah, and, and Luis Robert back in the lineup. Actually, speaking of, of home run props, Eloy Jimenez tonight against Cole Irvin, you can get him a plus 270. That's interesting. That That is a, a home run prop I might look at later. So Lance Lynn still the favorite. For the Cy Young, you mentioned Lynn tonight. He's so the favorite for the Cy Young going tonight in the AL. Lance Lynn minus 220. But Garrett Cole now has moved to plus 260. Garrett Cole was plus 300, I believe, just a couple days ago before he came off the IL and had all those strikeouts against the uh, Anaheim or the Los Angeles Angels. I, I still like Garrett Cole there. Like, if Garrett Cole is healthy, Cody, and he could, you know, start doing what we know he could do down the stretch, I think he'll take it. I mean, you could have got him at plus 325 a few days ago. But even if you could grab it now at plus 260, I think there's good value on Garrett Cole. I think there's good value in bull picks because it's a two race at this point, and these are going to possibly be two playoff teams. I think it really also depends a little bit, not only on their personal stats. Believe it or not, I normally don't think this on a Cy Young race. I normally would think this on an MVP race, but on a Cy Young race, I also think it depends a little bit on how much more the Yankees surge. If the Yankees continue this surge, say get even closer to the race to a point, say 95-plus wins or even somehow get closer to triple digits, I wouldn't be surprised if that maybe 
changes the minds of a couple of writers. It could. I mean, right. I mean, look, a lot of this becomes a narrative thing, right? If you throw a big game and you throw 10, 12 strikeouts in late September, you you get kind of back on that radar again, especially if it's close. And I I don't think we're heading to a year like, you know, if DeGrom had stayed healthy all year, it wouldn't have been close. He would have won Mm -hmm. without a doubt. It's the same thing in the NL. We talked about, you mentioned Walker Buehler the other day. He's your guy. Corbin Mm -hmm. Burns last night pitched against the St. Louis Cardinals. He didn't have one of those 15 strikeout games. It wasn't like, wow, look at the stats, but he shut down the Cardinals. That's a bit, you know, the, the, the Brewers are, sh- they're shutting down a, a, a guy, a team that's chasing them or chasing a wild card. Those things kind of stick out. The fun part about these awards with the pitching, I don't think it's locked up at all. Like I, I think it is wide open between a smaller group, AL two guys, NL it's like four or five guys, but I mean, you could kind of paint any picture you want. If you think, if you think Corbin Burns is going to go crazy the next month and a half, he could win the Cy Young. I don't think Zach Wheeler has it locked up. I don't. I don't think Z- Wheeler has it locked up. I don't think Bueller has it locked up. However, I do. Th- I, in my opinion, I think Bueller should be the Cy Young Award winner, and Wheeler should be the runner-up at this point of the year. But that could absolutely change. Corbin Burns. But it was so funny. We're talking about how great of a, a performance Corbin Burns had yesterday: seven Ks, six shutout innings. And we're also saying that it didn't really make a dent for him. He threw six shutout innings against the surging Cardinals team, and we don't even think that helped him in this Cy Young candidacy. Let me throw a game at you tonight that I th- I, I will watch because I think it's a great pitching matchup. This guy has to be the least talked about pitcher in baseball. So tonight in St. Louis, the over-under on the game is seven runs, which tells you, wow, it must be a great pitching matchup. Jack Flaherty off the IL for the Cardinals. I'm a Jack Flaherty fan. On the other side, me though, here. Cody, it's Freddie Peralta. Look at Freddie Peralta's numbers. In any other year, it just shows how much pitching has dominated baseball this year. I feel like if you drop Freddie Peralta's numbers into almost any other year, we're, we're like, oh, he might win the Cy Young. We haven't even mentioned him. He's here. He's like 2-2. He has, he's allowed, last time I checked, he was allowing less than five hits per nine innings. He's unhittable when he's on. And no one talks about Freddie Peralta. It shows why the Brewers, I think I saw them recently at plus 850 to win the World Series. The Brewers are a sneaky pick. They could throw Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta in a playoff series like how are you scoring runs off those guys not to mention you got the back end of that bullpen spearheaded by hater this is a team that is going to be very dangerous in october you know everyone thinks it's a foregone conclusion giants dodgers i'm a little more worried about the giants when they get into october i'm starting to think that finally I, I might be turning a little bit. I might be thinking that these Giants may win this division. And it's not because the Dodgers won't stop winning. They've won nine in a row. Just the Giants won't stop winning either. These two teams just won't stop. I don't think the Dodgers have gained a game. They've won nine in a row. Nope. And, like they're four, they're still four back. Like if I told you a week ago the Dodgers are gonna win nine out of ten, you'd say, All right, they're gonna gain a couple games here. They haven't gained an ounce. Like that's the question is at some point, I mentioned this the other day it becomes a math problem for the Dodgers. Like how many games do they have to win to overtake the giants? If the giants keep playing like this, like can the Dodgers really win nine out of 10 again after this? That's a lot to ask. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of 20 win straight seasons that you see. There's a reason we talked about Moneyball yesterday. The main, one of the main plot points of Moneyball is that incredible 20 win run that the A's went on. Are we expecting the Dodgers to do that? It doesn't happen very often, but to go back to the Brewers, man, they are a sneaky team. They are a team that really does scare me in October. You get a Brewers versus the Dodgers or a Brewers versus the Giants. It is not beyond anything that the Brewers can't easily easily with that three-headed monster they got going on right now they could easily knock a 100 plus team out of the playoffs in a sweep yeah i would say right now 
that the uh, the executives, I guess, for Fox, I think they have the uh, NL. The, they wouldn't they wouldn't love a Giants Brewers NLCS that would not do great ratings. That'd be a fun series. Like that would be a really good series if it was Giants and Brewers in the NLCS. Quickly, or you can bet on the individual matchup in the World Series right now, like the exact matchup. You could pick it on FanDuel. You can get twenty to one on Brewers White Sox. I could see that. It could happen, but man, at the end of the day, I still think my initial pick of Dodgers White Sox just seems like it's meant to be. Nine to one. You can get that at nine to one right now. That's that's Ooh. still pretty good value. I mean, that's I know not bad. Yeah, I mean they're co-favorites, but nine to one. Uh, you get Astros Dodgers eight to one. White Sox Dodgers nine to one. Where's the Giants and White Sox? Giants White Sox twenty to one. That I can no luck. I could definitely see that. Still no love for the Giants. It's like no one will admit that the Giants are real. They really are. I watched their game last night. They're going to win 100 games. And it's like, "Ah, I don't know if they're that good. It's it's, it's pretty (laughs) remarkable. Coming up on the other side, Colin Dunlap, 93.7, the fan out in Pittsburgh. We'll talk all things Steelers, NFL with him right here on BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on the BeckQL Network.